0: Chapter 11, Sohem, I am that. Every movement in the universe is the creative intelligence of the divine. All that you are is not in the process of becoming. The greatness of who and what you are will not show up in a future moment. All that you are and will ever be is that which you are now. Although the spiritual journey and life itself may appear as a progression, it's only the experiencer's mind that makes up the idea that life and the spiritual journey are unfolding in a linear way. Throughout this book, I have written a great deal about raising consciousness, moving the light of creation, and following our purpose. These three things take us to a place where we can begin to live our divinity and experience the knowing we are that and that is God. The divine bestows our humanness with infinite amounts of grace as we move closer to God. You see, we meet the divine thousands of times each day and throughout our life we come to know God more but we must be paying attention to the silence within and living from the guidance it has to offer us. The many hands of God hold and support us as we go about our lives, giving us comfort. Close your eyes and imagine walking off a cliff. As you drop into the sky, the omnipotent hands of God provide solid ground beneath your feet. The divine does this for us every second of the day. Being spiritual is not an act of knowing or doing. Rather, we experience our spirituality by embracing who and what we are. By embracing the silence, we draw what we know from its intelligence. We reject nothing while living in the presence of who we are. Nothing is progressing. Everything that happens is its own unique creation the potential of everything is already here in a formless state. This is an adaptation of the concept of superpositioning, a term in quantum physics which means if an object is in a room of your home, it resides in all potential spaces in that room simultaneously. A life where we give to the world and create To express God's will naturally brings us into a deeper relationship with who and what we are. The purpose of creation is to expand God into deeper realities of God itself. Therefore, God doesn't evolve us, rather we evolve God through the creations that are moved to and through us. We don't need to evolve because we are already one with God because we are God. However, we might not be conscious of our divinity. So, the work of knowing the soul is to let go of what we're not until we remember who and what we are. To fixate on something brings more of that into our lives. So, why not press deeply into our divinity? Why not ponder the reality of God and spend our life with God? The answers to these questions bring us the providence of God as we walk down the path of life. And then the reality of I am that provides unbounded awareness and profound peace. There is no cause. When we get to the end of the rope with logical, linear domain, Faith ties on another line and lowers us into the depths of infinity. Our linear logical mind holds the idea that everything is subject to the cause of another force, but the reality of I am that is beyond opposites and cause. The law of cause and effect is actual and measurable, but it's only a partial truth. That falls away in the light of a greater one. A more significant truth is that everything is and forever will be as it is. The idea that it takes one thing to move another underestimates God's infinite power. If nothing have a, has a cause or is the effect of something else, then why do anything? Everything's happening by its own accord. This question points to our beliefs. We believe that we're doing things, and by all outward appearances, we are. However, I'm suggesting let go of the very idea that we're doing anything. Let go of the idea that the personal self is doing things and that the world is subject to cause and effect. It will change how we see and participate in our lives. The idea that we are not doing anything removes the dualistic mindset and narrows life into a singular event happening by its own accord in harmony with the divine. All we need to do is join in. By abandoning our dualistic ideologies, we can turn fully toward flowing with life and the divine will. God has laid out this world in one giant, choreographed routine. When we flow with the performance, we experience the perfection of God's grace in motion. Outside of the context of our busy mind lies a vast reality for us to discover. The mundane can spontaneously become profound through the nonlinear perspective. We enter this perspective while resting in this interior silence and simultaneously observing the world around us without judgment. As we do, we must surrender the mind and become an active witness while staying focused on the moment at hand. See, active witnessing has two sides. The first side is our ability to be connected with what's present around us, and the silence within. The other side is listening to the instructions that arise within and then following the guidance offered. What has no cause moves on its own accord. Life has been moving on its own accord all along. It is our mind that creates the idea that we're the cause. Throughout this book, I've written a lot about creation. I've shared that it Is our job to move the light that comes to us. The light comes directly from God. It's the will of God, not the ideas of the ego. That is moving creation through us. When we don't personalize what comes to us, we see that we're simply transfer stations for the creative process. This removes us from the idea that we are doing anything. For the act of creating is God's work. A hydroelectric line is not the source of power. It's merely a means to transferring power from one place to another. So we are like hydro lines for God. The power of God moves into us and then through us into the world. In my book, Beloved, I wrote that we actualize God's will not our own, when we fulfill our purpose. We become the right hand of God. By holding the idea that we're a finite soul, we miss the bigger picture that's at play. We become blinded by the idea that we're separate from God's universal flow. The personal self versus the ultimate self. If we remove a drop of water from the ocean Is the drop still the ocean, or is it now separate? We are all drops from the cosmic ocean, but when we think that is all we are, a small, insignificant little drop, we can't harness our power. However, if we let go of our separateness and we realize that we are the ocean, and we can begin to harness the depth in the power that the ocean contains. Being the ocean is the realization we are that. We have never been separate or less than the totality of the divine. To live the reality that we are God, we remove all the false labels we've placed on ourselves. Once we place a label onto something, we have limited its potential. This is especially true for the labels we place on ourselves. They become another wrapping that constricts us from realizing our divinity. Those labels will fall off on their own when we let go of all of our ideas about ourselves and drop back into the silence within where there are no labels. The energy we burn in our judgments, opinions, and resistance separates us from the natural flow of life and being one with the divine. To live the life unfolding before us, we must surrender everything we think we are. How will such a life be different? To start, we would see ourselves and others in a different light. Our projected reality will reveal its falsehood. We discover that there is no personal self, Even the soul itself is a temporary illusion that we eventually transcend. There is only that, and that is God. Here's a poem that I wrote. It's called The Silent Wisdom of the Divine. During the moments when all I can hear are the voices in my head screaming, I remain silent. While being a silent witness to these voices, I've noticed that one of them is angry One is sad, another casts judgment, one feels like it's a victim, one knows it's right, another one is afraid, one is screaming, I need love, there's even one yelling, stop yelling, the part of me that is silent smiles with delight, the part of me that's silent is unaffected by anything outside of me. The part of me that's silent lives without need and loves without need. The part of me that is silent lives not only in me, but you as well. The part of me that's silent dissolves my fears and teaches me the truth about life. The part of me that's silent is God. The trap that traps us. In a flash, the mind can claim what the divine moves through us is something the personal self has created. This happens so swiftly that if we aren't paying attention, it may go undetected. You see, the eagle loves to claim responsibility for the creations that choose us. For it delights in the belief that, that it, it, it's a grand and it's a very important. As soon as the eagle takes hold, we collapse back into that little separate insignificant drop of water from the cosmic ocean. We lose all the power we had when we realized that we were the ocean. We can stop the ego from taking over when we stop conversing with the thoughts that come into our heads. Those voices are not you. Not even the voice that talks back to the thoughts dropping in the mind is you. Instead, use the mind to store information. Use it as a tool. Use it only when needed. The mind is not a place to spend a lot of time. It's a place to visit. The heart, however, is the doorway into the silence. By holding our awareness in the heart center, we become aware of the divine within transcending duality over 20 years ago i found myself in the home of a local doctor on his couch in the base in his basement that evening was a pinnacle moment in my life i had no idea that our conversation would continue to ring in my ears for decades near the end of the evening i remember him telling me oh no actually I remember him yelling at me, you're living in duality. He was desperate for me to understand what he was trying to say. I'm not sure if he even knew why he was yelling at me, but at the moment he was channeling a message from God. He was planting a seed in me, and it took decades to create the fertile ground for that seed to grow and develop. When I reflect on that evening, it's evident that what he was saying was, Utterly out of context with my level of consciousness at the time. Back then I was this angry little man, and I was desperate to find peace and meaning in life. It took many years of letting go before I could begin to understand what that divinely inspired message contained that evening. While the doctor was yelling at me, I remember thinking, I don't even know what the word duality means. I do now. Simply put, duality is the law of opposites. It's the operating platform of the common collective. The physical laws of the universe operate at the level of duality. Transcending duality happens when we experience unity. When we let go of the idea that life is duality, we see that life is not a series of causes and effects. We see there is no cause. There's only constant creation. We discover that life is a singular causeless event. To apply this to our lives, we start by removing the belief that we are the cause of anything. When I believed I was the cause of something I created, i jump up and down shouting, look what I did. I'd instantly move into my ego. By giving myself credit, I'd fall back into my mind. I was missing the bigger picture because I didn't realize that creation was using me to bring something into the world. And when creation uses us, it's a gift that should be honored by holding reverence and gratitude. A life lived in a dualistic mindset becomes arduous because we think we're moving in a linear progression. The mind, which is the ego, tracks our progress and rewards us when it feels we've done well and then beats us up when it thinks we haven't accomplished enough or made enough progress. Living up to the standards of our mind becomes a great weight exhausting us in the process. Believing that we have to keep making things happen puts a lot of responsibility on our shoulders. When I thought I had to make everything happen, I weighed myself worth against what did or didn't happen. For example, if I were to run a five-kilometer race, my mind would take hold of that and think, look at me. Some people can't even walk five meters or it could go the other way and think that isn't much. A lot of people can do 50 kilometers. It's no wonder I was experiencing sp- stress and depression. Weighing and measuring ourselves against another person, object or opposing force is a mental creation with no basis in reality. And the effort it takes to maintain our ego in all of its positions we hold, is staggering. The ego can become a complex little monster with endless ideas, demands, and positions, so many that it can be hard to remember them all. While I was trapped in my ego, I remember feeling very confused. My life felt like a scene out of a Monty Python movie, a catastrophe and a comedy all in one. Ceasing to make such measurements and judgments breaks down the illusion of duality and allows us to rest in our non-dual nature. As we learn to become co-creators with the divine and surrender to the flow of creation moving through us, we find refuge and solace instead of trying to force life. This happens when we abandon the idea that we live in a world of opposites, and let go of the idea that we're doing anything. It's important to keep in mind that we are not responsible for what God moves into and out of this world. See, creation moves through us and others by the grace of God. There are good reasons why good and bad things happen for us and others. However, it's important to give the glory to the divine and stay humble when things go well and not a victim when life offers less than satisfactory conditions. It serves us well to accept and deal with life the best we can, no matter the circumstances. And it's also worth mentioning that when tragedy happens in the world, accepting the situation doesn't make it right nor does it minimize the suffering it caused to other people. Our acceptance helps us move into a place where we can become more compassionate and of service while working through our own healing. As we continue to work with creation, we see how and why we are that and only that. And if we steep in the, the, the awareness that every movement in the universe is the creative intelligence of the divine, then we need not weigh and measure anything against another object. Then the world around us shines forth its radiance and perfection, just as it is, which is always enough and perfect. Becoming free. When we start to dissolve the concept of duality, freedom washes over us. The pressure of life starts to dissolve away. When we have a healthy relationship with our ego, it becomes a tool for discovering our idiosyncrasies. Once we know our quirks, we can use them to enhance our lives. For example, I struggled many years with low self-esteem which caused me to become an overachiever. I would overwork myself because I I needed praise. It became part of my personality. Now, however, I take that strong work ethic and use it positively. I still work steadily and accomplish my goals, but the difference is, is that now I can balance how long I work and I no longer work to get praise. My ego has become a tool that I use instead of it using me. Our restless nature will take a back seat soon as we put our ego in its rightful place and live like the gods we are. The irony of living a life where we claim our godliness is that it only happens when we surrender completely to the moment and the will of God moving through us. We become God when we no longer believe that we're anything other than I am that. Through the total and complete reduction of the false self, we become everything. Our inner freedom is not a possession. Instead, it's the willingness to let go of the notion that there is a self that isn't free. As we begin to realize we're that and nothing less than that, we will stop fighting to dissolve what we are not. We will simply surrender everything to the moment and rest in profound appreciation for all that is here. The duality of life gives way to the cosmic flow of eternal life, here and now, so I am that.